As creators, there are so many things that we have to learn to be successful in this industry, from managing our content and our audience to our personal life and mental health. In Coached, a sub-series of Social Scoop podcasts by SocialMate, we work one-on-one with a member of our private creator coaching community, The Social Suite, and you get to be a fly on the wall during our call. I'm Kristen Busquette, I've been a full-time creator for over three years and have brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is the podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influence into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Let's dive right in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen Busquette, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. Today, you are listening to Coached, a series where we let you be a fly on the wall during a one-on-one coaching call with a member of our private creator community, The Social Suite. You can get your free podcast coaching call if you are a member of Social Suite. Today, I'm here with Alicia Williams. She's a content creator who focuses on raising awareness about disabilities. So Alicia, thank you so much for being here. That's all right. Thank you for having me. I love Alicia's accent and you guys are going to love it so much too. <laughs> like I don't I don't get to talk to a lot of people who have really cool accents. So I just, I love it so much. <laughs> it, it's so funny because you probably just, it's like, you know, you hear people with cool accents all the time and they're probably not even that cool to you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So for anyone who doesn't know about you yet, doesn't know your content yet, can you kind of give us the rundown of exactly who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I live in the UK, um, as you said about my accent, (laughs) Um, and I'm disabled. I've got multiple chronic illnesses Um, And I worked um, as a nursing assistant for a cancer charity in the UK um, during COVID, dealt with COVID patients that also had cancer um, and then got ill. So I then had to leave the hospital and then was sort of just in limbo land for like a year. didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really, because I'm only 21, I didn't know anyone else my age who was ill in the rate that I was getting ill, if that makes sense. So I just started making TikToks and just going from there and seeing if there was anybody else out there. Lo and behold, there was lots of people out there that I just (laughs) didn't know about. Um, I wasn't very social media savvy before that. I didn't even have TikTok. Um, And then it just sort of went from there. Um, And then now I just share my journey, basically just documenting it. Whilst I've been on TikTok, I've got another diagnosis on top of that. So that's being shared. And it's just sort of going about that sorry my cat's just come and said hello I love it oh my gosh it's so funny (laughs) so yeah I just try and connect with people and show them that there is other people out there because that's the position I was in like nearly two years ago now so yeah yeah it can definitely feel very lonely but I think that's one of the coolest things about the internet is there there's someone out there and like that's that's one of the best ways for you to to find them and connect with them so definitely really awesome um so first thing that I want to talk about just as we got on this call you said I just got an email from a brand so tell me a little bit about that tell me what what's the deal with this email yeah so I have my email like my what I class my like my work business email in my bio mm-hmm. um and then I about I don't can't remember about five like outreaches in the past have come out to me and this is the newest one okay um and 
they're I believe they're an Irish startup so like across the pond from where I am <laughs> a little bit and, I love um, it oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> I'm and sorry they, um... I'm like across the pond it's like that's such a like English thing I love it yeah and they <laughs> sell period products so like mm-hmm. tampons pads um I believe maybe some diva cups things like that um and period underwear um and it's all certified organic cotton love that because although we have slightly different regulations to you guys in America over here which makes things a little bit better um Mm. there's still loopholes so they I've been following them for ages so when I got the email this morning I was literally like oh my god yeah (laughs) because it was really really exciting um and they want to collab with me on TikTok which is just perfect um because that's what I want to get out a lot of the people who follow me just don't know the information about their illness about a possible illness about alternative products that are out there um and also affordable ones because a lot of the time the minute you brand something with like period or disability or endometriosis whatever it is the price they can put the price up so luckily Riley aren't like that as far as I'm aware um yeah so it's literally they've just sent me an email so I've got to do a reply and like see where that goes but fingers crossed it will yeah okay and turn into something so they said they wanted to send you products and and they asked to collaborate on TikTok like in exchange for sending you the products yeah I I believe that's what their idea was yeah Okay, so I guess from this point, there's a couple of things that you can do. You have kind mm-hmm. of some options here. I mean, first thing that you can do is do it for free and just say, that sounds cool. Send me the products. I'll share it, whatever. And yep. that's a great option f- first because it's going to help you start to build that relationship with the brand. They're going to know that you really love them, that you care about them enough to do something for free. Um, yep. But the other issue there is that you're working for free and then you're setting that first interaction as I'll do it for free. And mm-hmm. so that might kind of make it a little bit harder down the road if this is a brand you continue working with to get paid. Um, mm-hmm. Not always the the case, but it's, you know, it can always happen. So the other option is that instead of sending them a message back saying, you know, sounds great. I'll do that in exchange for, you know, the product. Um, you could always say, you know, you, you would love to work with them, but you typically only work on paid partnerships. Um, so maybe you say, you know, if you want to send over the product, um, I'm happy to try it out and make sure I like it and that everything is great. And if all goes well, then I would love to do, you know, a, a formally compensated TikTok post with you, considering yeah. my audience would be really interested in your mm-hmm. product. Um, and, and that kind of starts the negotiation process. And I, I personally like that option better because the thing with a lot of brands is they're going to message a ton of creators saying, Hey, we want to send you product to in exchange for this, because a lot of creators will just say, perfect. Yes, I'll do it. Cause they get excited and they don't want to say mm-hmm. no, but also they know that some creators are going to try and negotiate and start that negotiation process. So it's almost like they're going to try and see if they can get it from from you for free and yeah. you know but they're also going in with the expectation that some creators are going to want payment and you never know if they will Which pay way? you and yeah until you yeah. ask yeah, so yeah. i always 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 think in this situation it's best to ask for money mm-hmm. because you they're probably expecting yeah. to give it to you and if you don't ask for it you're not going to get it so i would say you know again i would love to work with you guys you know you can kind of tell 
tell them what you just told us. I, I, I've been following you for so long. I love what you're doing with, you know, sustainability and with affordability, like, you know, all of that kind of yeah. hype them up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you can kind of say, again, I typically work on partnerships that are formally compensated. Um, are you working with a budget or, you know, can right. we get on a call to discuss um, what you're looking for so I can send you a proposal? And you just introduce the idea that like, like I, I need it. to get paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, from there, you, you never know what the process might look like. They might respond to you and they might say, oh, sorry, like we really only work on a gifted basis. Um, and so in that in that situation, it's kind of just personal preference. Are you willing to do it for free? And then again, maybe later on when they do have money, you're the creator that like, they've already worked with. They already know yeah. you, know your work. They're going to yeah. probably pick you before they pick a random person to pay. Um, but the other thing is they may just be used to getting your content for free and then they yeah. never pay you. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of in, when you get into that situation, it's personal preference. Is it worth it to uh -huh. you to take that risk? If it is go for it, you never know what might happen. Um, but maybe go in with not a lot of expectations um, yeah. because you might be let down. Um, mm -hmm. And the other option is, is you can say, well, you know, um, I really appreciate that. Unfortunately, I can't work for free. You know, I can't work on on just gifted. Um, but you know, maybe I would love to have you send the products and I can share it on Instagram stories or something, you know, like yeah. something that's yeah, like yeah. a little bit easier, shorter, yeah. smaller, like um, not as like high ticket of a piece of content, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then again, maybe they see what you do on Instagram stories and they really love it. And then they're like, man, mm -hmm. like when we have money, we want to hire her. So yeah. it's kind of, it's like a way of negotiating. Like you have options. You don't yeah. always need to just say yes to what they do. You can always throw out other options like stories mm -hmm. and things like that, that might be, um, you know, beneficial, but also less work for for you and less work for yeah. free for you. <laughs> How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. That's what I was thinking when I when I got the email in terms of like the value of the products they would be sending me. They yeah. is obviously one a period pack of period pads. So it's yeah. lower than the current collaboration that I'm working on, which the product is like it was my wish list product which I've wanted for myself and they reached out yeah. to and that's 120 quid. So for me, I was like, fine, I'll accept that gifted because that saves right. me 120 pounds. Right. I get to try it myself and tell my followers if it's worth it. 120 quid is a lot of money. There's exactly. a cost of living crisis going on in the UK. Like <laughs> it's important. So I'm like, well, right. that to me is like, well, I'm taking that gifted, but I'd rather do like the service for my audience and, right. and get that way where a bag of period pads are like, I want to get paid for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like they're in Tesco's. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Like that's a, that's a really good point. You know, like when you are looking at gifted partnerships, if a brand is going to give me, you know, $500 worth of clothes, like, okay, maybe I'll do something, you know, like, cause that's yeah. a lot of money on, you know, like a big ticket price, uh, item or like, mm -hmm. for example, a couple of years ago, I worked with a mattress brand. I got a new mattress. Right. Like that was a very expensive item. You know, that yeah. makes sense for me to do a yeah. gifted like that's cool because you know if, if it's a thousand dollar mattress and they were going to pay me a thousand dollars like what's the difference you know that way exactly. I don't even have to pay tax on it anyway so, yeah <laughs> exactly so so it works out but again like something that costs you know like less than a coffee cost or what a coffee yeah. costs like is it worth you 
creating the content for free when you could literally just go out and buy them yourself exactly. for no money yeah. um or like you know well, hardly any money on the right track <laughs> yeah no you yeah. definitely you definitely were it's it's and it's hard with these situations because everyone will kind of ask me like oh should I do it or not but it's really personal preference like is it worth it to you are you willing to take the risk of yeah. maybe never getting paid from them but you get some free product like yeah. there's no right or wrong answer you know and I think especially with my situation like the minute I signed up to you that's what I was saying like I got all my ducks in an order and then all of a sudden I well to some people it doesn't seem a lot but for me for like five brands to reach out to me since December yeah. is quite a lot and that's what I was saying to you I want to start it off right because I don't right. want to get like a year down the road and then I've got to relearn everything that I've done because I haven't right. done it right so if I'm like if I can say right I've I've got like a value in my head of like this and over I'll accept it gifted as yeah. long as it's something that I genuinely like and I know like what I'm doing that then anything under that as that the morals still apply yeah but yeah I just want some money for it because I think yeah that's ultimately everything that my doctors are saying is you've got to find a sweet spot of something where you can earn money from home because right. I, I'm not going to be able to train as a nurse. Like they've already said that okay, maybe in like 10 years time, if all this yeah. goes away, but I can't live my life waiting for 10 years time. So exactly. this is something that I can genuinely do. And I've yeah. made so many friends, like it's ridiculous because no one around me is my age and disabled. And now I've got like this whole plethora of people who I just chat exactly. to. Yeah. So that's, I, can, I mean, that's the magic of the internet. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> if I can get paid, give back to them, make more friends and like actually be able to afford my bills, then perfect. We love that. What else yeah. do you want? You know, it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you actually, you bring up kind of a good point too, kind of mentioning that you're really just like, you're getting started now. You're just getting your, your feet off the ground. And so one thing to kind of consider too, with these brands that are starting to reach out to you saying like, we'll gift you this product um, is like at this point, because you are getting started, you do want to build a portfolio, you know, like most yeah. most creatives it's very difficult to get jobs if you don't have work to show you know so yeah. i don't think right now it's the worst idea again i would always try for payment yeah, first yeah, yeah. like we were talking about but i don't think it's the worst idea to take on a couple gifted partnerships yeah. so that you can do some really really great work track the stats like make a beautiful portfolio that says like i created this piece of content this is how it performed you know and maybe even if you do end up doing just gifted if you kind of go through a negotiation they don't want to pay you whatever you do gifted what I would ask them is like, are you guys able to share stats with me on That's how it. this performs? So, you know, maybe they give you a trackable link and they can tell you this is how many people click this link. And yep. from this link clicks, here's how many people purchased, here's the dollar amount. And it might be a, a really good thing to kind of have that information in a, a case study or a portfolio yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that you can show that to, to future brands. And then yep. it's so much easier for you to, ask for payment because you have solid evidence with the data right there that says like look at how much money I made them like it's right here yeah here's your proof you know um mm -hmm. so that could be really helpful now when you're getting started off obviously down yeah. the road as you do more and more of these and you're a pro like you don't you probably won't need to worry about that as much but while you're getting your feet off the ground it's a great thing to just soak up as much as you can from those gifted campaigns so that you have mm -hmm you can build that portfolio to be really strong. Yeah. 
I just remembered they did say they'd give me a discount code, not for me, okay. but to put yeah. out there. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing that I could, yeah. actually, they probably have a way of tracking it themselves. So yep. I, hopefully I'll be able to tap into that. Exactly. Yeah. They'll be able to tell you how many people use the discount code um, and they probably can give you some numbers on how much money was generated yeah. too, which would be really great. Yeah. Oh, that's great information to have. Analytics yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, cool. Okay. So it sounds like you know what you need to do for this yeah. email. <laughs> like you, uh, if you want help wording it and stuff, we can kind of talk about that after. Um, yep. But next thing that you wanted to talk about here is connecting with your audience on a personal level. So it's funny that you ask this because I feel like from an outside perspective, like, I feel like you're already doing a really good job with this, but what's making you feel like you're not already connecting with them? I don't know. I think it's because my life 24-7 is being disabled right. and that's all I talk about. And yeah. so it's like, are people going to be like, oh, she's just that disabled girl on TikTok? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Which technically I am, but I don't, I, like, I don't know whether I should be showing something else, but I don't have anything else to show because yeah, I yeah. am sick so it's yeah. like I like reading but I do like talk about reading but I don't want to make my whole account about reading it's such right. like a a thing because I don't there's nothing else for me to talk about other than yeah. medicine and going to the doctors so <laughs> that's all I yeah. can do but as you say if it's working then I'll carry on doing it but I'm not saying I'm not gonna carry on doing it if that makes sense but I don't know if there needs to be like something else in there as well yeah. So well, obviously the people that follow me are disabled as well. So I'm like, do they just want to, it's the, it's the same thing, but just a different person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it all comes down to like, what is your mission? You know, and, and if I had to guess mm-hmm. again, from following you and knowing what you share, like your mission is to educate on disabilities and build a community for people to feel safe, feel comfortable if they have disabilities. Yeah. And so if that's your mission, then then anything you share, if you can relate it to your mission, it doesn't really matter what it is. So like, maybe you're talking about books, but like you're talking about how you can, I'm totally making this up. You can only (laughs) read for, you know, like so long, like it's hard for you to get through a full book because, you know, like you have things going on and and like, that's a way to kind of say like, I read this book and I really liked it, but it took me so long to finish because this is this. And it is a way to still contribute to your mission you know like you're still able to talk about the book and talk about food or whatever else that you want to talk about but you connect it to your mission so that all those people that are following you are not following you for book reviews you know like they're following you because they relate to you or they want to learn more about what you're sharing and so I personally think that it's smart for you to relate anything else outside of disabilities back to disabilities because that's what people want to see from you. Like that's why they're there. It's like if I started talking about, you know, on my page, I talk about all social media and stuff. It's like one day if I posted on my feed about how, you know, I went to a soccer game today, people would be like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> that's not why I'm here. Yeah, you know, yeah. but if but if I talked about going to a soccer game and how I, you know, meshed it with like my work and I don't know, whatever, people might find it more relevant. So yeah. you don't want to start posting things that are all kinds, all sorts of crazy and like out of, you know, left field, because then people who follow you are going to be like, I thought I was following her because she was like building this yeah. disability community. Like, what are we talking about now? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's, it's like the whole, like, it's a niche, you know, and people yeah. say, like, if you go outside your niche, you know, 
you're not supposed to. But I don't think, I think niches are hard because they make you feel very boxed in. But yeah. I, but think about it as a mission statement. If this is my mission, this is why I'm creating content. This is my purpose here. Is yeah. what I'm sharing or this idea that I have, is it going to relate back to my mission? Yeah. You know, because people are I think following you because of the mission. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like because most content creators, when they go into it, they're like, right, I'm, I like this. I'm going to be mm-hmm. this niche and I'll do this. I fell into mine because that's just <laughs> what happened in my life. Yeah. And then it just sort of, so I feel like I never actually made that decision. I just one day started talking <laughs> about the painful periods and <laughs> there I was on TikTok. So I think that's how I, I feel like. I've pigeonholed myself because I'm now like, if I don't talk about, oh, I've got this symptom today and it's caused by this and this is how you can learn about this and it's formulaic so people can learn, Mm -hmm. then they won't be interested. But as you say, it it takes variety. And as long as I relate it back to that, I I, I, I just don't want people to get bored. That's like my worst thing. People won't get bored. Again, like I, I think about it all the time with my page like I there's only so much I can say about monetizing as a creator I answer the mm-hmm. same probably 10 questions over and over and over and over and over again yeah, yeah. you know so like don't think that people are gonna get bored and also the other thing to think about if people who are following you also have disabilities like they know that like you know like that that yeah, this yeah. is all there is to think about when when it's controlling your life essentially you know what I mean so like if if that is what you're going through I think you should share it honestly as it's happening even if you feel Mm -hmm. like it's boring people are gonna relate to it and that's how to kind of very long-winded answer your question connecting with your audience on a personal level is being completely transparent with them and being open and honest and raw even if it's not fun and it's not sexy and exciting like it's real and that's what people can relate to you know like that's how you build those relationships is showing people exactly what's happening you know and that's again that's what you're doing going yeah like going off the back of what my followers have said to me because I get a lot of like um TikTok DMs and Instagram DMs of young girls asking they're starting a lot of them endometriosis diagnosis and they want like a almost like a script of what to say to the doctor to try and get further and that that literally every time it just melts my heart because I I remember being in that place when I was 15 and I had no one like we had to do the research all ourselves. right um so it's that thing I just try and put myself in that their shoes because if I'd found someone that was like me back then it would have been a godsend so it's just exactly. like I try and, and then if I think about it like that it, it works logically but in my head I'm like silly old me stuck in my parents house in pain <laughs> who's who's gonna want to listen to me talk about like anything so I think everyone else just... who's in the same boat wants to listen because then again yeah. like think about what you would have wanted to hear a few years ago when you didn't feel like there was anyone else like you're providing that for people you know so like being able to watch 20 videos in a row of someone saying this is what I went through today this is how I dealt with it like that's so helpful for someone who's just you know realizing like okay I'm dealing with this I don't know what's going on this is all so new this is crazy to see someone's everyday experience is so helpful like it might seem boring again because you're in it and it's your your day-to-day and you're like it is what it is but people who are like intrigued or again like are dealing with the same things definitely would find that very beneficial Mm -hmm. 
yeah um it's i get it though it's a it's a struggle like you want to feel like you're entertaining people but also like i think at this point in social media people just want to feel connected they want to see how other people live they want to get inspired or you know kind of build connections and i think what you're doing and in, in what you're talking about is really doing that. So it might yeah. seem redundant, but I think it's what you need to be doing. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I think that that leaves us right around time here. So um, how are you feeling about everything that we went over today? Yeah, good. Like, as I always say, I attract to you a lot on the, the membership yeah. thing. And it's just so much, it's so helpful to be able to run it past someone who's been through it. Yeah. Um, Because it, it just takes that like anxiety out of it because you're like, oh, am I, yep. how, how do I write a brand email to someone and sound yeah. professional, but still be myself? Like I'm not some corporate person yeah. in an office. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I, I am just me. And obviously that's why yeah. they've come to me on my TikToks because I, I'm not like yep. that. So I then don't want to then sound completely different across words so yeah. it's just um it's just reassurance more than anything it's like someone's right. holding your hand and just guiding you through it <laughs> is the best way I describe it yeah exactly but I mean that again like I think about it's kind of the same situation as we were just talking about like what I do in the membership is exactly like what you're doing for people who are just getting you know like diagnosed with things like I same thing like I wish when I just got started in social media years ago that I had someone holding my hand and kind of telling me what it's like it's funny that you say that that's so helpful when I'm doing it but you're doing the exact same thing (laughs) (laughs) it's it's hard to to see it from an outside perspective because you're so deep into it you know like that's and that's the joy I think of like having the community and stuff on like the social suite that we do is like you really do get to like take a step back and see what other people see which sometimes is again it's reassurance it's just like okay you're right I am I'm good yeah I'm doing yeah (laughs) yeah and I think because there's so many people in there and like you get to know certain names like yeah. Lizzie who's also in there yep. I obviously chat to Lizzie because she's also disabled so it's just things like yeah. that it's such a welcoming place and like I've only been it since December but like as you can see like I only got my first brand email in December yeah. after working with you so I love the results really do show like I'm just bigging you up now but yeah I was gonna say like I'm not paying her you guys no, I no, swear. this is not no anyway I just love everything that you do but you know that already you're amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that everyone was listening and feeling very inspired and learning everything that they wanted to learn today. So Alicia, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. 